0: This six-week series you're about to listen to is called Dermal Diaries and it's hosted by two of my favourite dermal therapists, James Vivian and Yadira Kouchi. So on that note, I'd like to extend a very warm welcome to your hosts of Dermal Diaries, James and Yads. Hi, friends. <laughs> Hello.
1: Hey Joe. Hi Yads.
0: So in case our audience isn't familiar with you both, you've both been across the Door Beauties channels extensively. Can you tell us a little bit about your backgrounds, your experience, and where you work now?
2: Totally. Okay, well, my background isn't actually in beauty. Uh, I have two bachelor degrees and started my career in journalism. That's actually where I fell into the beauty world. I was working in media and writing about beauty. I still do. Obviously, I write for Adore Beauty um, and I've always been health obsessed. And when I was talking to experts, I soon realized how connected the skin and your health are, but I was always left wanting to know more. I also found skincare super interesting, but very, very confusing. So I decided to study skin because I just loved it so much. Um I did my postgrad studies at the Australasian Academy of Cosmetic Dermal Science. I know that's where you're studying, Joe. Mm-hmm. It's great. Then from there I started working in clinic and I've just continued working in the media the whole time. So I've somehow managed to specialize and combine the two. My clinic work was also my motivation to start doing my masters in human nutrition because I love to look at skin holistically. So I'm currently doing that. And I feel like in this industry, you know, you need to always be continuously learning
0: because there's always new information coming up. Mm -hmm. And you are currently working out of Extra Clinic in Canberra. James is in Melbourne at his clinic, James Vivian. So can you tell us a little bit about your background, James, and how you ended up having your own clinic?
1: Sure thing. Well, like Yads, I had a bit of a career before Skin. I was trying to be a famous singer songwriter and to sort of supplement my income I got a part-time job working for Aesop and that sort of very quickly superseded my passion for music. I started to just fall in love with the skin and also with Uh, customer service because Aesop offers that in spades. So I went and I studied a diploma beauty therapy with a real laser focus to work with the skin. And I did that. And then I remember like my first shift working as a beauty therapist, I got my first client on the bed asking me, James, what's this thing on my face? And I really had no idea. I knew how to give a lovely facial, but I didn't really know what I was looking at and what I was doing. So knowing that that was the career I wanted to do, I thought, well, how do I learn that? And there's a degree at Victoria University uh, called uh, Bachelor of Health Science in Dermal Therapies, and I went and I did that. And I'm so glad that I did that because I, the dermal therapist I am today is very much due to that time I spent at university learning not just about the skin but that intrinsic link between the skin and the body and our environment. And on my final year of the degree, I really, as a little side hustle, started my first business, The Travelling Peelsman, because I fell in love with the chemistry component of the degree, in particular chemical peels. So my mum was my first client, and then I did some girlfriends. And then, you know, by the end of that year, it was actually, you know, I was doing it full time. And now that's like 15 years later and here I am with my own podcast with Yad.
0: <laughs> Let's not undermine your alter ego, Tina Toner, either, who people may have seen on our socials. That's where you kind of get your theatrical flavour into the dermal therapy side of things.
1: Absolutely. And although she's a little bit of a nightmare, she, uh, <laughs> had, like, yes, exploring teen has definitely combined my my love, which I had forgotten about somewhat Um with music. And I love fusing the two together because there's a creativity to what we do. I think, you know, whilst it is quite sterile and, you know, it's very scientific, you know, it's, we're working in an aesthetic industry, you know, we're working Mm. with our natural beauty. We're trying to enhance that. We're trying to manipulate it, but, you know, and I think that sometimes a good dermal therapist has that good creative eye. What do you think, Joe?
0: I mean, I'm not a professional yet, so...
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh no, but you, but you will be. And I think it's one of the things that draws us to the industry is the beauty that we create.
2: I feel like a dermal therapist is a very visual person. I know I'm a very visual person. And can I just quickly note that that is how I stumbled on James via Tina Toner. Oh yes. During lockdown, the first lockdown, the 2020 lockdown, like I've got to be mindful of which one I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and I was insanely pregnant and my clinic had just closed and I was feeling depressed and I had been following James because of Adore Beauty and all of a sudden Tina
0: showed up mm-hmm. on my page and just... And you thought, I've got to know this person. Oh,
1: I'll, I'll <laughs> let her know. And look, yeah. I think, you know, whilst COVID was, was so traumatizing in so many ways you know f- for me personally connecting with a broader audience as a dermal therapist is definitely one of the positives that's come out of it and I, that's definitely given us you know impetus to do this podcast because you know talking with people that maybe hadn't access to dermal therapists before there was quite a lot of of conversations where i found that i was repeating myself and not that i mind at all repeating myself but i think as dermal therapists we have specific philosophies and ideas that we share with people within a within a treatment room but what Yeds and I want to do here is we want to get that information out to anyone that might be interested in their skin and might be considering going down a dermal therapies journey.
0: Mm, Definitely. 100%. So what can our audience expect to learn from dermal diaries over the next six weeks? What kind of topics are we delving into?
1: We're doing a crash course in dermal therapies. You'll graduate being able to give a <laughs> laser, <laughs> chemical peels and a skin needling <laughs> treatment all in one.
0: Ready to open your own clinic.
2: Kidding. <laughs> we basically want dermal diaries to be series um, that'll provide an insight into the world of dermal therapies. So we want to share all the tips and tricks that we
0: talk to our clients about in the treatment room. We just want to share them with the people. Mm-hmm. So you can expect to find out about pregnancy skincare, how to buy skincare online, different professional treatments, everything you need to know about a dermal therapist's background is going to be covered in this series.
1: We're not going to hold back. And I think it's important to note that, you know, Yads and I are sharing our you know, what we would share with you in a treatment room if you came to us, there. Mm. it's information that we have learned at a postgraduate level. There are our own ideals and philosophies. We're not talking on behalf of any other dermal therapists out there, but they're things that we like to share with our clients and we generally find um, are well-received.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, James, I trust you with my face. So if that instills our audience with any kind of confidence, <laughs> I definitely trust both of your opinions and expertise. So I don't think you need me anymore. So I'm going to leave you to it, let you get into it. And I hope our audience really enjoy Dermal Diaries. Thank you, Joe. Thanks,
1: Joe, And we're looking forward to having you as a fellow dermal therapist soon. So yads, yeah, so far so good. I mean it is our second try <laughs> because I pressed the wrong button <gasps> oh, when it came to stop recording. That's so okay. yeah, I must make sure that I do not do that again.
2: <laughs> Take two.
1: Hey Yads, I just want to thank you for answering my random DM where I wrote, Hey, do you wanna do a podcast together? You had no idea who I was.
2: <laughs> Look, James, I don't normally answer random dudes in my DM. <laughs> But random dermal therapists in my DMs, I will answer.
1: We haven't necessarily met, but I do really feel like I know you. I feel and I like, feel I like, know like you. we're going to do a good podcast together. So let's kick off with what the hell is a dermal therapist?
2: I feel like nobody knows. <laughs> Anytime I say that I'm a dermal therapist, I always get weird looks or questions. Like, but what is actually a dermal therapist?
1: And it's still it's still quite a modern modern concept it's definitely. not a profession that existed really any earlier than say 15 20 years ago no. so still sp- people are still learning about what a beauty therapist is people are still learning that you can actually do good things to your skin yeah so we're pioneers yads
2: definitely pioneers <laughs> Essentially, though, I still think there's so much confusion around who can or who should call themselves a dermal therapist. You know, there are institutions that offer dermal therapy courses. And of course, they're going to suggest that you call yourself a dermal therapist after you complete any one of their courses. But unlike medicine or law, for example... Anyone can technically pop dermal therapists onto their business card. Our industry isn't that well regulated. It's a little scary. So whilst you and I, James, I know are proud to call ourselves dermal therapists because of the time, you know, money, effort that we've gone into to further our knowledge, we also know colleagues of ours that haven't completed a dermal therapy course, but are still incredible at what they do. I do always suggest, though, that if you are looking for someone to help you with specific skin concerns, that you check that they have the appropriate qualifications. I know as a dermal therapist myself, I wear a lot of hats. So, James, can you tell the people what a dermal therapist actually does? Talk us through a day in the life.
1: Sure. Well, one of the things I love about our industry is that as a dermal therapist, you can do so many things. Myself, for example, and the DTs at James Vivian, you know, we specialize really in the skin of the face, of the neck of the chest. And of course we can treat other areas of the body, but you know that's really our specialty. So for anyone suffering any common conditions such as hyperpigmentation, acne, skin sensitivities, those sorts of ailments come and see a dermal therapist because Whilst we have backgrounds in beauty therapy, as you said, you know, we've really taken our knowledge and our education to the next level so that we can really delve quite deeply into those sorts of conditions. Other dermal therapists out there might go and specialize in areas such as body sculpting. I know that's a big part of our industry that is sort of becoming more and more popular all the time. Some people specialize in hair removal, just like you said, Yads. Some um, dermal therapists are working alongside doctors. I know a friend of mine, she's removing sutures following plastic surgery procedures. So there's so many things out there, regardless of what area of expertise a dermal therapist decides to specialize in. We all share a common goal, and that is that we are all here to help our clients with their skin in whatever way they need us to help them. But, Yads, I know one of the things that you and me are really, really big on, and that is consultation. And for anyone wondering where they should be going, make sure that wherever you land and whatever dermal therapist you're seeing, that things are being kicked off with a really, really thorough consultation.
2: Definitely. You will probably hear me talk about the importance of a consultation nonstop throughout this series. And I'm really sorry, but it is such an important part of the treatment plan. I won't treat anybody without a proper consultation first. It's just super important for me. It sets the foundation for how I'm going to, you know, treat and assess your skin. You know, you get to have a proper skin analysis. You learn about your skin type. You learn about the skincare products and ingredients that are best suited for you, And you also get introduced to clinical treatments that will get you the results that you're after. But I guess in a consultation, like you don't necessarily have to go the whole way, you know, down the clinical route. I even get people come to see me just to chat about skincare. Like skincare is super confusing. Mm-hmm. So some people may just want a tiny bit of guidance with their skincare and nothing more. So I guess there's something for everyone. I also ask my clients questions in a consultation that might seem a little bit intrusive to some So people should be prepared for that. So whether their periods are regular, whether you're pregnant or breastfeeding, um, whether you're trying to fall pregnant while in clinic, all of these questions play a big role in the overall health of your skin. And they also play a role in in how I assess and treat the skin as well. A consultation is just a great way to set up these expectations with the client. I make a commitment to my clients in a consultation and they commit to me. Mm I think that's it. What else do you include in your consults, James?
1: In addition to what you said, which is all really, really important, like delving into that history, everything that that client has done before they sat down with you on that day is just so important because quite often people are coming to you having had lots of prior experiences with other clinics or they've been uh, looking after their skin at home with cosmeceutical skincare for such a long time. So you want to delve into that to ensure that uh, anything that you do moving forward is going to better those experiences. Quite often, people come to you, it's their very first time talking to not only a dermal therapist, but a professional. So, you want to make sure that you know that that person is coming for the first time. So, you, I guess you don't freak them out. And what we also like to ask, in addition to questions about, you know, skin and health and all of those, is actually about what sort of client they think they might want to be, you know, what's their budget looking like and how committed are they to their skin? Because getting on the same page about those variables with your client as a dermal therapist, I think creates much more of a long-term successful relationship because everyone has a budget that they need to stick to. And a lot of people know that traditionally when they've gone and bought, say, a new range of skincare, that it's just sat there. So you just don't want to be repeating those sorts of mistakes.
2: Some people are super into 10-step skincare routines. Some people, you know, you really need to (laughs) force them to do the bare minimums like my husband (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what your husband is like James.
1: Oh my Ben is the worst. The other day we were walking out to go for a walk. It was about 8am and Ben just like, um, I said, I've just got to put some sunscreen on. And Ben's like, oh, you don't need any sunscreen today. And I'm like, are you joking? Like I literally sleep in sunscreen. So, I mean, I don't actually, but no, you make a really good point. Yeah. It's like so much of it is about education, about sitting down with your client, sharing that information with them, getting, trying to get, and that's one of the things we're trying to do with this podcast is trying to get so much of the information that we have in our heads out into the world. And yes, as you said, you know, we make this commitment. It's not just about uh, us getting to know our client. It's about them getting to know us too, and about us letting them know that we are very much here to support them, not only when they're in the clinic, but definitely once they leave, because we know as dermal therapists, we just set into motion this chain of events that happen long after they leave. So we need to make sure that the treatments and the products that we've selected are actually working once they get home.
2: Yes, definitely. I know... I don't know about you, James, but sometimes when I do a chemical peel or any type of treatment, I think about them at night time. You know, I never stop thinking about my client after they leave.
1: Yeah, so I also just want to say here to anyone that's listening that has a dermal therapist or is uh, considering partnering with a dermal therapist for their skin that no one cares about their skin as much as they do than their dermal therapist. And with all the changes that take place with the skin post-treatment, in-between treatments, that dermal therapists want you to reach out if anything's not right. They're thinking about you or we're thinking about you. And it can be more frustrating for us when you come back to us and say, oh, look, look, this product I reacted to or that treatment, it really didn't yield the response that I was looking for. We rely on your feedback so much and I know that sometimes it can be a little bit uncomfortable for a client to say to their dermal therapist that they weren't happy with the product or that they weren't happy with the treatment but what I always say about dermal therapies is that it is not an exact science and we are really just trying to use our skills and knowledge to affect change in the skin in a way that has worked before and every skin is different so sometimes when we do a treatment and it doesn't necessarily yield the results we're looking for a little bit of feedback can make a huge difference to what we do next and feedback generally is a big part of the dermal therapy's journey I also think Yads yeah, a really uh, important quality in a dermal therapist is knowing what not not only what they can do but what they can't do and that's also what part of that consultation is is for is is a dermal therapist ascertaining how they can be of benefit here so I know um, yad's yeah, for for both of us, we have a community of other practitioners around us that we can call upon when a client is needing more than we can actually assist with. And I think a really good example of that is the great relationship between a dermatologist and a dermal therapist. So, you know, as dermal therapists, we have a broad ability to work on Our skin concerns that I mentioned earlier, but there's definitely a time when we need to rely on more of a medical intervention. And sometimes that's really obvious as soon as we see a client where, like, look, the best way for me to help you today is to recommend you to a dermatologist who is going to assist you with, say, your more intense acne symptoms. Or, you know, when people come and talk to us about their melasma and it is just getting them down to a point where, you know, they feel like they can't leave the house, I think a very swift uh, prescription strength treatment plan is appropriate here, I'll send them to a dermatologist. But if they don't need something so severe, then that's where a dermal therapist can definitely carry the load here. Sometimes too, clients come to us having been down a dermatological road, and they know that they actually want to try something a little bit different. And then that's fine too. We are serving as an alternative to a dermatologist. But I do think, particularly for a lot of skin conditions, that the combination of a dermatologist and a dermal therapist is quite often what's needed.
2: Yes, and that's why a consult super personalised. You know, that's why someone would come to see us. It's where, you know, you learn how often you might want to come see a dermal therapist, uh, whether you need to see a dermatologist. Everyone is so different, and some clients come into clinic with conditions like melasma or rosacea, and these types of clients will need to maintain a longer-term relationship with a the dermal therapist, while others may just come in less frequently. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. So yeah, it's it's easy for us to sit here and say that everyone should have a dermal therapist in their life, but we do understand that not everyone can or wants to access a dermal therapist. So what advice have we got for anyone that's preferring to just look after their skin at home?
2: Well, where do I begin? So Adore Beauty stocks some of my favourite cosmeceutical brands you know, they're also really big on educating their consumers. So I always advise, like, keep an eye on their site. Um, Educate yourself. Start to learn about the products that you might be interested in or the ingredients that you think will treat your concerns. And if you can, go online and find a dermal therapist that loves to educate their communities online. There's a lot of us out there. And, James, what about for those that are listening that want to dip their foot into the dermal therapy world? Where can they find a dermal therapist that they can trust?
1: Well, look, I think nothing is ever better than a personal referral. Like I know at um, our clinic, the bulk of clients come through because their friend has had a really lovely experience and has had, had great results. So I think a referral can assist greatly because just like with the world of skin care, Also, there's kind of a dermal therapist on every corner, particularly sort of in the areas that we work in in Melbourne. So I put myself in the position of the client and I wouldn't necessarily know where to go either. So I think a referral is always fantastic. I mean, at James Vivian, we do complimentary consultations. So I would encourage anyone, if you're thinking of going somewhere, to go for that consult. And if it's complimentary, fantastic. If it's redeemable off a treatment or product, that's you know, it's pretty much complimentary anyway. You've got to go and make sure that you vibe with your dermal therapist because that relationship ideally is going to be a very, very long-term one from the perspective of both the client and the therapist, because the more connection you have as a dermal therapist with your client and vice versa, the better result and the more you can do together.
2: Totally. I always tell people to trust their gut. I feel like you have to vibe with your dermal therapist. Finding a skin person is like finding a hair person. It's like finding a brow person. You want to create that relationship with your skin person. And I love to create that relationship with my clients. I know that a lot of my clients feel comfortable just messaging me on Instagram and asking me questions. And I love that because we do become friends as well. We do. I, I look after their skin, but I know a lot about them. They know a lot about me.
1: (laughs) We know all their secrets.
2: (laughs) We know their secrets. They know our secrets. You know, we overshare in that treatment room.
1: Yeah, the relationship between a dermal therapist and a client can be such a beautiful collaboration. You know, some clients come in and they just want to be really passive and they say, James, you know exactly what you're doing. I trust you. Do whatever. And that's a really wonderful feeling for a dermal therapist to have that trust from a client. And then, of course... There are those clients that come in and they they know exactly what they want and they, they're the clients that really, really keep you on your toes and I appreciate them too because they're quite knowledgeable in terms of what's going on with their skin and they're really using um, us as dermal therapists to just perform the treatments that they know will work. Of course, they don't always necessarily know best, but I'm always really impressed with the knowledge um, and understanding that some clients actually have regarding their skin. Yads, you are so generous with the information that you put out on social media. So this this is you know pertinent for people looking for a dermal therapists, and also for people that are wanting to care for their skin at home. You know, rely on dermal therapists like you that are, are putting information out there. Once again. I'm sure clients find you. You said clients DM you, but I'm sure potential new clients also reach out to you all the time. I know they do with me and ask me questions. And I'm very, very happy to help. I mean, I feel really privileged to know what I know as a dermal therapist. And I really love sharing that with people.
2: I feel like that's a dermal therapist thing though. Don't you think? Like we genuinely care about people. (laughs) Like we're very empathetic people.
1: Definitely. And look, I, I actually think you know i love looking after people and my passion for the skin is sort of subsequent to that i love making people happy yes. and we i think as dermal therapists we do that by improving people's skins
2: and their confidence it's your face i feel like once you start seeing those results that you can get with the right skincare and clinical treatments or even just with skincare you know, your confidence will improve.
1: It can become very addictive too. Oh,
2: very addictive. I always tell people there are certain treatments that I'm like, let's start you on this treatment, but I'm just going to warn you now that you will become addicted. I have people coming in, you know, every two weeks for certain treatments. But, yeah, it's very addictive. Well, there's
1: worse things you can be addicted to.
2: Definitely. James, your skin changes all the time and if you've got a relationship, a good relationship with your dermal therapist, they will see you through all of those skin changes. You know, as someone who has three kids, I can safely say that having kids sucks the life out of you and your skin, (laughs) pre, during pregnancy and post-pregnancy. But there are other lifestyle factors that affect your skin as well. Chronic stress, obviously the world is changing. It's a very different world at the moment. Everyone is stressed. Aging, we all lose more collagen and elastin quicker and our skin cells Turnover slows down. At the end of the day, you can come to see us for preventative treatments too. Skincare is very preventative. So you can just come to see us for that. I personally am all about getting in early and I know you are too, James, but honestly, nothing makes you trust a dermal therapist more than when you're getting results. At the end of the day, always go to someone that you can consult with first. Again, back to the consultation. It is such an important component of seeing a dermal therapist getting a treatment plan, learning about skincare, learning about ingredients. It all starts with a consultation.
1: And there is that whole just, you know, there's that whole wellness component of it too, where we're really looking after people. I say that, you know, attached to every skin is a person with needs and wants. So we're really, really looking after those wants and needs of people. But if you're not into skincare, don't worry about it. Because at the end of the day, it's also, if you don't care about it, it's not a big deal. It's not going to, uh, you're not going to have a less fulfilled life if you're not Seeing a dermal therapist, but we are here if you need us. That's for sure.
2: I feel like the people listening to the Adore Beauty podcast are into skincare.
1: A hundred percent. Like we are, we are speaking the same language. We are, we are part to the of people. a very, very special family, and you know we've got we've, we've got lovely skin while we do it. So, yads, I think that we might have just done our first podcast. How do you think we went? Oh my god! I think we did pretty well considering. So I think that we can progress to episode two, Yads. And what are we talking about in ep two?
2: Next episode, we'll be talking about influencer marketing, the pros and cons of shopping online, what to do when you've bought a bunch of products and nothing has worked. And we're going to be chatting about at-home skin devices too. Anyway, we're excited and we can't wait for you to join us. See you then. Bye.